0: Hello everyone, welcome to My Gigsters, an exclusive podcast for rideshare and delivery drivers in Australia. In today's episode we have another Gigster from our own community, Sal, who's going to share about his experience of working as a rideshare driving in Australia for the last two years. Now watch out, Sal has got some amazing tips and tricks to share with you. Sal, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate for you spending the time to share. A bit about you, but also a number of other things. I'm so excited to hear your story. I think we'll instead of wasting time, we'll dive into the topic. Sal, what brought you to Rideshare and to this
1: world of gig? Oh well, thank you, Benjamin, for um welcoming me. And um well, ride sharing um what brought me into it was that I um have um I like to spend money (laughs) (laughs) and um I'm a bit of a party animal and I was spending quite a bit of money with all the different social groups that um, I was involved in and I'm thinking, well, I can't go on like this. I need to sort of limit my time going out and earn a little bit of money as well so that, you know, my finances don't get stretched. So I had a bit of a hard and long think about what I could do, where I could be my own boss and work when I want and so that I had no one to respond to. So um after a bit of research i thought mm, right share driving is probably one of the things that i enjoy or i would enjoy because i like to drive you know i like to meet new people and you know and i hand, i can handle the um pressure of traffic driving in traffic in sydney as you well know how bad traffic is in sydney so and that also stopped me from going out and started saving money so rather than spend money i'm earning it so i can work when I want, and be my own boss. Um, I will say that I do have a full-time job. Um, rideshare is just my side hustle, uh, which I normally do about three to four hours on a weeknight, and it can be anywhere between three to five or even six days a week that I do it. Um, so, um, so that that's that's my um, reason for getting into rideshare driving.
0: That's nice. I didn't know that it was uh, it was a desire to come out of a party animal to- <laughs> that's good, but how long have you been into rideshare? Yeah,
1: I have I'm just about to, to clock up two years of rideshare driving, and that's the whole time it's been on a part-time basis, and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I um, must say that my um, experiences have been quite good. I cannot really say that um, I've had really, really, really bad experiences. I mean, you know, there's been some uncomfortable rides with some passengers and what have you. But all in all, um, you know, I cannot say that my safety has been jeopardised in that time. So, yeah, just on two years that I've been um, rideshare driving and I've um, recently sort of, like in the last three, four months, joined up the, um, all the other platforms. I'm on most of the platforms if I'm allowed to mention them. If not, I'll just say, yeah, I'm on the majority of the platforms
0: yeah that's okay that's good good I'm, I'm assuming you would have definitely done at least over 100 rides if not more uh, over a yeah. period of two years and that's mm-hmm. and that is definitely you know has brought you more experience than just money but also the other experiences yeah okay. and you touched on a very interesting topic that is around you know safety and you know Customers and general safety of rideshare. Now, why do you think that, or do you think that safety is a priority for rideshare in this whole business of doing rideshare driving? Do you think safety is important? And if you think safety is important, why do you think safety is important?
1: Oh, 100%. Look, safety is first and foremost, um, because no human being should feel unsafe in doing any sort of work that they're doing. Um I, from experience, have had a fairly good safety record in the respect that you know not many passengers have threatened me or have I had to stop um, and uh, you know immediately jump out of the car and let them out. And um, I've um, always tried to. Unfortunately, you know, as they say, you know, never judge a book by its character. But if you pull up somewhere and you see that um, you know there's a bunch of blokes. Uh, not to generalise here, but a bunch of people that are not behaving appropriately um, are holding bottles of alcohol and or cups of alcohol. Um, You know, I try and have a look and see what's going on. And, you know, if I feel safe, I will pull up. And when they approach the vehicle, I will say to them, there is no drinking in my car. If you can abide by these things, Um, I'll say you can come in the car and I'll take your ride. Otherwise, if they start to swear and carry on and you know be abrupt and um, you know, not want to abide by these rules that I have, which is the rules of the ride share, no drinking or consuming anything in the vehicle, I will immediately say, Look, I'm very sorry, but I cannot take you and I will move on and cancel the ride before it even begins for you know unsafe reasons. So that's how I've dealt with the safety issue, because you know I'd rather not take the risk. Because once they're in your car, it's a lot more difficult to deal with the situation than not picking up picking them up at all. And there is options in your um, platforms that you're using for ride share to say unsafe or otherwise as to the reason why. Um, you haven't picked up that passenger without affecting your cancellation rate. And even if it does affect your cancellation rate, I think your safety is first and foremost and paramount in the uh, respect of uh, your work and you're doing, uh, doing rideshare driving. Yeah. So that's the safety aspect in my perspective and how I have handled it in, in my experience with rideshare driving over the last two years
0: hey just want to take a quick second to thanks for the supporters of this podcast hey if you're listening for the first time we are an exclusive podcast for gig workers in australia we share the latest updates on the gig economy we interview gig workers and industry experts to make gig worker more smarter and safer well actually well said um, i think this is a very good uh, uh, way to think is as a ride-share driver, there are two big assets, one, your vehicle, mm-hmm. and two, you <laughs> um, yes, as a driver. 100%. And whether the way we have to understand this, I guess, is for many drivers is the your vehicle is your workplace. If someone comes into your workplace... Just like you want to enter a construction site, you got to follow mm. the safety guidelines of that workplace. Um, got to wear, you got to be careful, you got to be know how to do and what to do. Um, and that's how I see if a passenger enters into my car, it's my workplace and I have to be safe within my workplace because that's where I'm doing my work. And as a result, there are some guidelines that you need to follow or there are certain node don't do not increased activities and that we can't increase them you've also highlighted a key thing about you know making sure your divers can be safe it's about communicating uh, the aspect of sorry i can't take you because abc you're not allowed to do this so henceforth i can't take you it's about having to say that it is unsafe and i'm not ready to do anything isn't it
1: that's correct, yeah. Look, being clear and upfront with the um, riders is the most important thing. Like uh, um, probably a couple of months ago, I'll give you a classic example. I was picking up this couple and the, um, it was a male and a female and the male was intoxicated to the point where he could not even walk straight. He had two cans of alcohol in his hand. And as he was approaching the vehicle, I said to him, Look, you know, you look very intoxicated. And um, he was slurring his speech and he immediately became aggressive by starting to swear at me. And that's an indication to me that things will get worse. He hasn't even approached the vehicle and he's already intoxicated, belly walking straight and slurring his speech and started swearing at me. And I said, Look, I will not take you. And that's, I'm very sorry, and I'm going to cancel this ride now. And I immediately cancelled the ride and said unsafe and moved on. So, Mm. you know, there's many, many telltale signs that you can use for when people are about to get into your vehicle. And I dare say that if he had gotten into the vehicle, things could have escalated.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, you know, you, you need to be smart and aware of, people coming into your workplace like you've said your vehicle is your workplace and if you believe that that person is intoxicated and from the telltale signs of them stirring their speech immediately becoming aggressive and barely able to walk straight that's a definite look you know sorry guys but you know i don't think you're in any condition to come into my vehicle i'm very sorry i'm gonna have to cancel the stride and you move on and quickly get out of there before you give them any chance to retaliate because you know sometimes when they're in that uh intoxicated state they the aggression could um escalate very quickly
0: yeah yeah it's important to as you mentioned is to identify this early signs or you know be aware of this symptoms or signs of unsafe things mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. being prepared and also I, I think when when you mentioned i definitely felt that you were much more calmer are much more composed in okay this is what's the situation and i will take the best approach instead of feeling anxious or scared or frightened and and that could that could be you know that could have led into different situations isn't it
1: of course of course like you need to be in control of the situation you need to use your perception and um your senses to um pick up on the information coming and the body language coming from your riders and you need to be a quick thinker and um you know your decisions need to be very precise and you know don't beat around the bush just if you see that that person is not in any state to ride with you and you see things getting worse by all means just say to them look i don't believe it's a safe thing to do um out, i'm going to cancel this ride and just be done with it don't think about it too much and um you know be a, a quick thinker on your feet thinking on your feet you mm-hmm. need to just be very um precise with your decisions
0: yeah oh, that's uh that's that's really good um thanks for sharing uh those things because i think for for quickly summarizing that part is you got to n- you got to understand that it is your work and it is your workplace. Understanding what the safety guidelines are, what can be done, what can't be done, and then being prepared to communicate that to your potential or customer, and also looking out for those hazards, those risks, those signs, and uh, and be prepared to also you know face those. In a in a way of that you have control, so really good. Thanks for sharing that. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I I wanted to also pick your brain on something else, which is about um, knowing that it looks, knowing that it's all about interacting with your customers, right? It's about you know telling yes or no. It's still you have to do that conversation. And um, now that we have spoke about the unsafe side of it, I wanted to um, ask you, how do you go about treating your customers? let's say i jump on your car and what are some of the things that you would do to you you know with your customers that is very special
1: oh for sure um I, i can just run through a scenario of when i um first pick up a rider um there's you know four questions that i like to ask up front you know um and which you know sort of Uh, leads on to the whole ride and and how to uh, interact with my riders Um, you know first and foremost when you um, pull up in a safe place to pick up your passengers you um, once they jump into the vehicle you um, ask them you know what their name is to confirm depending on which platform it is you know you might get a pin code you might get nothing and you have to ask them their name just make sure you pick up the right rider second question i um confirm with them the destination um you know normally i just say uh, the general suburb they're going in or the street name if the suburb sometimes doesn't come up and then i proceed to ask them you know um how are you and you know depending on the question on the answer you get you know or i know whether or not to continue conversation with them Um, if i just get a, a simple yeah good and then i proceed to ask them another question to see if they're in mood to chat. And um, my second question is, how has your day been? And if, again, I get a, yeah, good, I think, okay, this p- person's probably not had the best of days. They probably want a bit of um, quiet and, you know, um, they need to, you know, just sit there and just sort of do what they want to do without me interfering with them. So, you know, depending on the answers you get on those two questions is, as to whether or not you know if the rider would like to continue on with conversation so you know normally if they want to continue on with conversation they will ask your question back and 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 sort of you know it leads on from there so you know if, if, if a passenger wants peace and quiet i'll give them peace and quiet if the passenger is happy to continue chatting i'll continue chatting with them you know what i mean so and um, just try and be as unbiased and neutral as possible about the things they're talking about and that's about it you know normally i ask them you know have you got any family or you got any kids or they might uh, and i might tell them about my family and my kids and stuff like that so you know it's just um working out whether or not a passenger wants to have a chat or not also um, another thing i will point out try and drive as smoothly as possible you don't want your passengers to be sitting there on the edge of their seat worried <laughs> about what's coming around the corner when <laughs> you're driving and there has been many many instances where i've picked up passengers and they said oh oh i had to jump out of that last rideshare driver's car because his driving was just absolutely atrocious and i said really i said my goodness that's terrible to hear I said, look, you know, I, I will make this ride as smoothly as possible. And they jumped out of my car, happy as Larry, saying to me, look, you, you have really made my day. Thank you so much. And a lot of the, my passengers I've seen fall asleep as I'm driving because they feel so comfortable that yeah. they're able to just fall asleep as I'm driving. And that's a very good telltale sign that they are comfortable in your car.
0: You know, there's someone who came on our podcast earlier, his name is Josh Farr. Um, He called this as the university on wheels and uh, you are there talking to a lot of people and communication is the key. I, 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 I see every rideshare driver who have been successful and who love what they're doing. This is the same thing that I've heard is treat your customers and give them a great experience because they're probably going to stay in your car for 15 minutes to a 45 minute drive but all you can do is make sure they're comfortable they're well treated respected their privacy is being you know uh, or they're kept respected and end of the right they feel they are safe and they've been taken to where they were wherever they need to be taken so you you I liked really that four questions. I'm definitely going to put that on the podcast description for anyone to steal it and use it. In hindsight, does having a great customer experience help you get more rights, help you earn more? Is it true? That was another exciting and great episode. I really thank the guests for participating and sharing this story. Now, for all the listeners, thanks for tuning in again and for supporting us. Please check out our other episodes right from your favorite podcast streaming app and also connect us on facebook at mygeeksters or simply visit us on our website at mygeeksters.com.au this is benjamin signing off and until i see you on the next episode drive safe and take care bye